have you ever heard of USA Ice Team? No. What comes to mind when I say that to you? Do you does anything come to mind immediately? A ice team. Uh, first thing that come to mind was hockey. Have you ever heard of USA Ice Team? I have. I don't know much about them, but I have heard of them. Do you know what they do? Not really. So, Fifth competitively in international tournaments. So have you ever heard of the USA Ice Team? No, I haven't. What comes to mind when I say that? Uh, to me, it would be a competitive ice fishing team that maybe travels a certain circuit or something. It's like the Olympics of ice fishing. Is that surprising to you at all? Yes, a little. I've never heard of it. To what country would you guess is the best at world competition? Um, I'd say United States. So would you be surprised to know that there's a there's a team from the United States that fishes in a world ice fishing championship? No, it wouldn't surprise me. How well do you think they do in that in that uh, circuit? I'd say top of the leaderboard. Have you ever heard of USA Ice Team? No, I haven't. What comes to mind when I say that? Um, professional ice fishing. What country would you say is the best in the world? Um, I'd say we are, United States. Is this something that you would be interested in following? Like, do you follow the Olympics or would you be interested in knowing more about the Olympics of ice fishing? Yes, that'd be pretty entertaining. Oh yeah, I follow all the fishing, so FLW all the way down. Must like doing it then if you're back for another trial. Yeah, last year I made the team, so I was fishing okay. last year in Lafayette, and then uh, yeah, even if I don't make the team, it's a great practice. I mean, the only way to actually to get better at at this is to even just be here, even if you don't want to fish, just to come and to come and practice. You know, and I thought being able to represent my country in a sport that I love was was the time it's coming past. You know, when I hit 25, 26, 27. But it's cool to be out here and be able to compete on the world level and anything. Ice fishing included, and especially, because it's kind of what I'm the best at. <laughs> I think the biggest thing, the, the biggest misconception a lot is, is that people think we're just fishing for small fish, when it's that's really not it at all. I mean, they, there's instances and in zones where we catch big fish over there. You know, I do get nervous, so if I just keep running through my program, uh, you know, it helps smell me out once I get that first hole drilled and get some fish up out of the hole, then I start uh, getting a little, little less nervous, but... You watch what the world champs do and you copy. This stuff's copycat stuff, especially since we don't do this, you know? Yep. Do your own idea is kind of a hard thing to do. So, just like when I started the NIFC, gotcha, I used to get my butt whooped by Myron Gilbert. And what, would it, what did I do? I made my switches to what's his style of fishing. And then you learn from there, you know. Then you, but at least there we got background on what we're doing. I could switch to his style of fishing pretty easy. Where this stuff is a little tough. You know, <laughs> it's a goal, it's my last goal in life here. Like I said, I've won national titles, you know. I've got rings, I've got one, I give one to my girl. I got, you know, I've done all that. My son's a national champion. What more can I do here to win? You know, maybe another one, which would be cool, but I want to win a medal. Even if it's a bronze medal overseas, would be like a goal to us. 
because we have to come so far and, and we have the, by far the hardest path because it's completely alien to our style of fishing. So us to be able to go do their discipline and, and be successful at it would be, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, it's all I can say. I would celebrate like a rock star with my guys. That's where I'm coming from. I hope to be the heart and soul of this team is what I'm hoping. Uh, all right, so if everybody's ready, go ahead and line up. We're on the zone. We're back on the ice during last year's tryouts for USA Ice Team. This is part two of an intro to the sport, so go back and listen to part one if you haven't already. This is also an intro to some of the guys who have a passion for this competition. If you weren't excited yet, you should be. We leave Friday. Competition days are March 16th through the 17th. The United States will be competing against the world for a medal in the World Ice Fishing Championships. The first horn gives anglers the go-ahead to enter the zone and five minutes to find a fishing spot. They'll place their first of two flags claiming a hole and all ice within 16 feet of it. Day one gave me a crash course in a sport that was like nothing I'd ever seen before. When the second air horn sounded through the crisp March air, four-inch hand augers simultaneously cut through the Wisconsin ice. Heavy insulated rubber boots kicked away the perfectly formed ice shavings as the auger was launched from the hole. The chess match began as competitors sprinted to place their second flag and secured their desired fishing areas. Palm rods gingerly presented hair-like fishing line and micro tungsten jigs to whatever awaited. Every fish mattered and all fish were counted. This is the world of competitive ice fishing overseas. Tryouts are an opportunity to find anglers at the top of their game who can perfect this style of fishing. The most consistent anglers over the two days will make the team. Day one finds guys just trying to get into their routine. Things started slow in the first zone. Michael Thompson, an outdoor photographer from Minneapolis, was on the board first. How does it feel to be on the board? Yes! Got the first one, I messed up my, messed up my line. Oh. <laughs> I started talking, the, the indicator popped off. I've never had that happen ever. Hopefully it's not tangled, we'll find out. I thought it, I thought it broke my line because that thing popped off and it's just like, everything went slack. Would you get a perch? Uh, crappie. I could tell these guys were excited to be competing. Sean Hennings from North Dakota confirmed it. Uh, anxious a little bit. Oh, got a lot of work to do yet. You're on the board. I'm on the board, but that's only one. We got a long ways to go. They can turn on it at any time. Somebody sits on a hot hole and it can be a game changer. Lawrence Luoma is from Minnesota. He's picked up some pointers from the champs overseas and is hoping they can give him an edge in competition. It's actually, I built it because that's what all the Ukrainians use. 
And it's nice because when it's snowing like this, it keeps all my stuff out of the elements. And yeah. And I actually got a nice little spot where, I mean, I got all my rods right there. Not even can be messed up with. I actually found a little perk too now where I can keep a rod rigged now and put it in there and lay it flat and actually run to the holes and not worry about it getting tangled. Otherwise, you kind of got to set your rod up so it doesn't tangle when you start running. So I'm finding the benefits of why they're doing this, that's for sure. Plus the wind block I have, I got enough. I can actually fish now looking at people instead of fishing from my back to the wind like everyone else is kind of doing. They can't see, like MT right now, he can't see what the field's doing when he's resetting stuff. Yeah, but sometimes knowing before these guys know will allow you to get on top of somebody else's fish too a little bit. There's different advantages to have a box like this. To see guys do this for the first time is something else. Chad Schaub is a veteran of USA Ice Team and really makes it look easy. Like the other guys, he's got his face right down to that indicator. Any little movement triggers a reaction. It was really fun to watch his technique with the palm rod. Thought I might have hit a snowflake. I'm like, that might have been a bite. I hope it wasn't. And then it bit again, so. It's that sensitive, huh? <coughs> yeah, that small fish. I was jigging down, so it makes it a little harder to see. Sure. Especially when they up bite and you're lower and it's, your, your indicator almost just pauses. It doesn't move, it almost just pauses. You did land one? Yeah. What did you get? A little crappie. Uh, about that big. Just as he was showing me how big the fish was, he hooked into another one. He sets the hook with his jigging hand and begins to grab and lift uh, line uh, one hand after another. Then he tosses the palm rod ahead of him like he's bowling it down the lane to take out the slack. Ultimately, landing another crappie. About that big. Can you tell me the technique you just used to land that fish? A rod toss. Just a rod tosser. That's four bites, man. On fire. I'm, I'm jigging up and down. MT's on. Did you lose him too? I feel your pain, MT. I learned a lot about the competitive nature of world championship ice fishing and the chess match that's involved on day one. Ben Blagan offered a great example. You're going to have to hope for something to come in. I mean, it's uh, just the nature of this league, and it's going to be, you know, you're going to have to work hard. I haven't been moving as much as I, I should be, but uh, that's going to change here in a moment. I'm just going to start drilling holes and throwing down, seeing if I can pull one fish out of each hole. But it's really nice is that uh, you get two flags, and between Chad and Anthony, I got a flag, so if this hole doesn't pan out, I can always go over there and see if I can steal some of their fish. Sure. And that's where the ch chess match comes into play. Yep. You might not need to, though. Well, there's just still a lot of game left. Yep. And I haven't gotten this guy to the hole yet, so. There you go. Sam! Things can go solved pretty quick. Like, for instance, your bait falls off your hook. Yeah. I can't say. Oh, okay. I'll tell you later. Is it a secret concoction? Guarantee nobody else has it. All right, gotcha. But I also learned a little bit about the guys that compete and why they do it. Nate Winters is a rookie. He committed his time to learning this craft and making it to tryouts this year. 
I've known about it uh, for about a year. Um, I just haven't had the, I just haven't had any opportunity to do it. Last year was I, I was fishing some tournaments and didn't really have opportunity to come and try out. So, and it took me an entire season to to learn some skills that I that you need out here. You can't just you're not just going to come out here with your regular jig pole and think you're going to compete. This is a completely different type of event. You're not going to just roll in here and, and do well without you know preparation for it. So. Nick Schertz is a professional angler from Wisconsin who's been fishing with USA Ice Team for five years. Well, I think the, the first time I read anything about it was in, a, in an article in a publication up this way. Mm-hmm. And uh, my wife read it and she said, that sounds like something that you should do. Because <laughs> she knows I competitive fish a lot and I ice fish a lot. And, so I came down to tryouts to see what it was all about. I didn't have any palm rods or anything like that, and uh, these some of the more veteran guys on the team helped me get going and started out fairly competitive right off the bat. So I've been at it for four years now. Were you surprised about how different it is? Yeah, I was. I guess when I saw that there was c- competition for ice fishing, I thought, well, I can. I can pretty much hang with anybody with what I got, but I did not know about uh, having to catch smaller fish, things like that. So Nick, you should move your flag like three feet that way. For no, me. that other one's good too, actually. I, I haven't even fished that hole yet. Every year, every time we go over to to Europe, we just build on our knowledge that we've gained over the years. It just gets to be a little bit more and more and more pieces of the puzzle every year. We get a little bit closer and a little bit better and a little bit more competitive over there. There really isn't a silver bullet. It's just uh, trying to build on that knowledge base of their style of fishing because just like over here, every lake is going to be different. Every zone is a different kind of competition. Um, Once you have all the gear and all the bait and some of the feeding techniques and that figured out, the biggest thing is when you step into that zone, your zone for the day, being able to determine what kind of a tournament you're in. Is it going to be slow like this, which sometimes it is, or is it going to be a rate battle? What species of fish are you fishing? Gotcha. You got him. Well done. I got him. Bluegill. Very small bluegill. <laughs> and now you have one. <laughs> that is a little one. But it counts. I wouldn't have caught that on my other jig, no chance. This one's a lot slower to get down, but it really doesn't matter if nobody's killing him. I think he summed up why he does it pretty well. Nothing but heart for the, I guess, and patriotism. You know, I mean, that's all it is. It's just pride and fishing for Team USA. I think a lot of guys would want to do that, wouldn't they? Yeah, I would. gals, I guess? Absolutely. And then Anthony Rodriguez, who's an animated fishing guide and competitive angler from Michigan's west side. Like, oh my god, this is crazy. <laughs> Got him. So everybody's like, Anthony, what's your favorite fish to catch? Whatever's biting. Yeah. You know, I just like to catch fish. You see, I mean, I don't have a problem catching little ones. 
I like to catch big ones, but if they're biting, I'll catch them. If they, got, if they swim and got fins, I like to catch them. He cherishes the experiences and friends made overseas just as much as he does the competition itself. I'm very competitive, so I just like to come out here and compete with the guys. And, and going overseas is probably my favorite of all of them. The experiences and the friends that you meet over there are just it's irreplaceable. I mean, you can't, you can't really explain it to a guy who's never, never gone over there and who has friends. Now, I now have friends in Russia, Kazakhstan, Poland, places I never really, not that I didn't care about them before, but I had no reason to pay attention to what was going on. Now you hear stories on the news and stuff, and it's like, oh, man, I hope it's not my buddies over there. I think when you get overseas, just the pride to be over there, for me, is just, I mean, it's crazy. Can you imagine how many people are trying to be an Olympic athlete or something? Yeah, you know, you know and I thought being able to represent my country in a sport that I love was, was the time has come and passed, you know, when I hit 25, 26, 27. But it's cool to be out here and be able to compete on the world level and anything, ice fishing included. And especially, because it's kind of what I'm the best at. <laughs> Not that you know it from this hole. We'll go tiny, tiny. I'm going to go get my drill. I'm going to put one in the corner. Steal fish from my other hole. <laughs> There's a bit of added incentive for Anthony because he didn't make the trip to Latvia in 2017, something he regrets. You didn't go to Latvia? I did not. I did not. Um, yep, I definitely felt there were some areas I could have helped and when they came back and the stories that I heard, so I, I felt really terrible. His competitive spirit has served him in other areas, too. He's got a little boy now, but children for Anthony and his wife wasn't always a certainty. I had cancer a few years ago, and ever since then, just being able to have, actually had testicular cancer, and just being able to have kids now is just like, well, I'm like, I don't even care what it is. Let's just, as long as it's healthy. Could be an alien. Yeah, I don't even care as long as it's healthy. Could be a puppy, shoot. I got three of those, too. How are you doing with your... Good. Cancer. All in the clear. This is actually my fifth year, so we're in the clear now. And Dude, nice work. It's yep. awesome. Yep. Got remission this year. I got granted, so I don't have to go yearly and get chest x-rays and blood work done. Good I actually got to go one more time, but I've been putting it off. Sean Hennings isn't new to the competitive angling scene either. Sean got the fishing bug from his dad, who was his tournament partner on the hard water and in the boat. His dad has since passed away, but left Sean with some great memories of their time together. We fished together for nine years as a team all over, the, from Michigan, Illinois, to uh, North and South Dakota. We were ice and open water partners. I think it was 2010 we fished a tournament. It was like 38 below that day. And... Uh, he, he, we got done, and he's like, you're going to have to find a new partner because he said, I'm not going to do this anymore. He, he was like 70. He wasn't hanging out in 38 below weather anymore. <laughs> what did you think about that? I was expecting it coming at some point. <laughs> he was, uh, we were actually on the lake, the tournament was on the lake that he lived on, and he was pretty much at the point of sitting at the 
in the sunroom watching everybody else fish when winter came. I gotta move here quick, nope. Yep. You made a quick move on that knee of yours. Yeah. <clears throat> Gotta do what you have to on occasion. What's that? Looks like a Wolverine. <laughs> oh, I didn't have time to get up with him running that fast. I had to go. <laughs> I gotta be in the top mix somewhere. I don't wanna fall short in the last few minutes here. The one thing that was certain to me was that everyone I talked to had a deep desire to represent the United States at the world level. There's a sense of pride behind it, a value that might seem lost during more trying times. And at the end of day one, these guys laid it all on the line. They caught fish, drilled holes, and came together to discuss the day. I dropped 16, Pete. I got four, please. And I hooked, and then I was rolling them. I back stuff. Yeah. Keep your head, keep, keep your cool a little better. I can't keep it. When I do bad, I'm sorry. I just, I'm really hard on myself. Well, you keep your cool, you might have might done a little better in fourth. No, that was really steady. Those two holes were steady. You never even moved back. Well, I hope it's not a I had to bend, I had to bend over my hook. I bent it out with the pants was too thick and started catching me. Before I lost in the hole, it would have put me at 23. Yeah. It would have moved you. 23 would have moved me to 6. Get your point in there. 12 fish I mucked up with a movie. Everyone headed back to the cabins. Some would go enjoy the evening together. Others would stay in and prepare for day two. Mike McNett helped me see his perspective on USA Ice Team while inadvertently preparing me to meet the 2018 coach of Team USA, one of the most accomplished anglers to hit the ice or open water. You know, stepping back and having to be a spotter uh, and not an angler, you know, it's difficult because you want to be in there, you know, but the most important part is you're there for the team. You know, the team is, is why you're competing and the team is why uh, you're there. And, and I think even for like Myron Gilbert, for instance, he's one of our better anglers, but he's in his 60s. Uh, he can't get down on his knees. Most of these guys fish on their knees, you know. And I can tell you right now, there isn't a more intense person out there. I mean, you start talking to him about meddling overseas, you want somebody who you can see their heart rate and their blood level and just their intensity grow. That's the kind of guy we need on the team. And it's really a balancing act. You know, the competitive nature as you get older, it doesn't go away. It never goes away. But you just kind of, you have to put it in a jar, per se, <laughs> and let it out, you know, uh, in little even bits or, or teaspoons. Uh, so for me, I wish everybody felt like I did because uh, I would like to fish. I mean, there's no question about it. But uh, you just got to find your role. You got to find where you fit, you know, and you got to be a part of the team. 
Hi, are you the great Myron? I'm Myron Gilbert, that's me. Yeah. Buddy Signer. Yeah, I'm glad to meet you, buddy. Glad to meet you, too. I've heard a lot of really good things about well, you. I don't believe all that. It could be lies. <laughs> if I was overseas, I wouldn't even anticipate a gold medal because they are so damn good on their turf. And it is so different from us. If we could get a bronze medal, it would be like a gold us. That's, that's how you got to look at that over there because it is so, they are so good. When you, when you co-tangle with the Ukrainians, the Russians, the Latvians, the Belarusians, you know, you got you got four top flight teams that, are, I mean, are just, just plain and simple. They're badass fishermen, you know, and they've done it many times. You know, it's, it's, there's just, on them four teams, I don't know how many gold medals there are. A lot. You know, they've been winning, you know, no matter where they go in the world or which country, what style, you know, whatever you put them on, they seem to come to the top. So, I've been watching them, you know, so I've been, I've been making the changes. I believe that, it, that you know, I'm saying, all right, I've, I've fished as much as I could and led from the front there. Now I'm going to set my guys out fishing and I'm going to drive them from the back, you know, like a team of horses. So, we are not footstools no more. They are, they know we come and they have seen the huge advances we've made over the years. Because first year they went to Poland, we're just using straight up American gear. Then they come here and, you know, of course on our turf and we was able to do that. But the minute, the first time I went overseas and seen what we had to tangle with and the size of the fish and the style and everything. And they're completely different species. You know, the perch are the same, but they act different than our perch a little bit. They're red fins. Uh, the roaches are a lot similar to our bluegills, but they're, uh, they're like uh, big uh, golden shiners or shiners that live in our lake. Same, same exact fish. They're, they're silver there, got red eyes, but ours are like golden. But same exact body shape, same same characteristics, you know. Uh, their brim are a very tough fish to catch. They're a bottom feeder. You have to set them up like catching carp or something. You gotta go set up a, it's like bait pile hunting for deer. You gotta go set up a bait pile. You gotta let them gather around. You gotta kinda be sneaky. They're real lazy, they don't fight with the crap, they're nasty fish, I hate them, but I can catch them good. But you gotta understand them, it's like, you know, I make a living fishing, I'm a charter boat captain. So I, you know, I'm spending 200 some days a year on the water, 250 probably, in a year's time. Where at? I'm on Lake Erie for walleyes and Lake Michigan for salmon. So I'm well versed, well rounded, you know, all around angler, you know, I spend, you know, a lot of time on the water, you know, I have different things I chase, you know, but it all will relate in the end. But ice fishing is my passion. I fish in the big water for a living. What ice fishing I do for the love of it. Let's see what you're made of when you're getting your ass handed to you, okay? Do you scratch and dig and keep right on doing what you know you got to do with all out effort or do you quit? So, quitters need not apply. This is how I look at it. I'm kind of rough, you know, and if they start whistling, I'm going to tell them, you better get, I ain't going to have no quitters on my team. I don't care if you got a broken leg, I don't, I don't care. You know, you got to get the job done, you get the job done. You know, I don't care if you got a headache or, you know, whatever. I had a click and knee, the guys all knew that, so, no excuses, you know, and that never get brought up when you're competing. You just go do the best you can, you know, with no excuses. But I got a strong bunch of guys, that's least of my worries with that stuff. Least of my worries, you know, seeing what's, there's going to be some heartbroken ones that don't make the team. You're going to see, you're going to see tears because they tried so hard, you know, and there's nothing wrong with that. So.
It is not how you start. It's, it's not yeah, how you start. No, no, this is a this is a marathon. Don't even I've don't let it get before. you down. I mean, hey, you gotta sometimes you start out tough, you know, but you gotta fight back, you know. So. Yep. Yep. All of a sudden you can land on one and you know it, guys. Day two was a new day for these anglers. It didn't matter how you did on day one. Anything could happen during these next three heats. And they had Coach Myron at the helm to lead them through it, just like they will in Kazakhstan. The best reference I get is I just got done watching, you know, as a wrestler, and I just watched the NCAA finals. And what separates the best in the country at wrestling, you know, which is an individual sport like we are, is the guys that did the basics the best. Is the guy that could do the single leg, double leg takedown the best. So that's what it's gonna boil down to here is doing the basics the best. Hooking, not missing a fish with every bite. Line management. Line management. Always face the always face when you're when you're drilling, face the wind, turn and kick your stuff behind you, and then always set up so that you try and have unblemished stuff to throw on to. So always make that when you go out, no matter what, try and, you know, do that as your pattern. Just and that's part of the basics. And that's what I'm gonna be kinda of looking at, you know. And if you feel my wrath, don't be offended. I'm gonna get everybody gets it. So what if I don't know what a double A takedown is? Well I can show you one real quick if you want to see what the old man can do about that. Yeah. I'd like to I'd like that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> ding 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 yeah. How about a really good overhead fireman? You know, I wrestled myself, but it was I, I'm just referring that to uh, the, the basics you know, as being so important. Uh, no, no, I don't want to hurt the old guy. You could take him down. Maybe. <laughs> if nothing else, just stay away from him. Tire him out. Well, Run around the zone. I don't know. The old man's fast. He can move, huh? Oh, yeah. He, he pulls you. He pulls you. Ooh. I feel the ice. Somebody's moving. What's going on here? He changed his mind. Oh, gonna follow the sheep. That was not a good day to gamble. Yeah, well. You remember how you felt when you stood yeah, on the line? I had to jump. I had to jump. Had to jumpies. Yeah, you know, it's always, you know, get the heart racing and everything on this. But uh, it's racing for me right now, just watching my guys. You know, I've took a next step here, and uh, I can see if I can make a difference. So, you already told you, you know, what my motivation is here. Now it's, I'm going to see who's coming with me. That's what today is about. I'm going. <laughs> we realized pretty quickly that uh, we were like a fish out of water a little bit, that we had a lot of learning to do. But we have we have made big strides every time, every time. I've, I've, I've seen the advance, the, the, the tackle, matching up with the good tips, the right size jigs, you know, being able to compete with them, and then having the tackle. Once you got the tackle, then you got to have the know-how. If you've seen us in action our first year we are, we have advanced a thousand times. Fishing for the small fish, fighting the American attitude, you know. This is more what, like what we got overseas, you know. A fish is a fish. You know, I fish every, gotcha, Nick. I fish everything from salmon, which are 30 pounders, to three inches, you know. It's all, it's all relative, you know. So we're competing on the same thing. It's still competition.
Let me tell you, them Europeans are pretty darn good at what they do. They've taught me a lot of lessons. All right, got you, Anthony. I don't care what you do, but for three hours, I own your ass. You can smoke all you want and do all that shit later, but when, when, when we're competing, you know, no. Yeah. No, we ain't putting up with that. We got business. Three hours, you got to tend to your business. Drilling holes, running, and fishing. Three hours. That's all. And then you can huff and puff and you can do whatever you want. I don't care. But when I when you step into the line and I'm going to be there fishing with you, I'm going to own your ass. Makeup from yesterday. You kind of hey. di dialed in though. Did a little work last night. Found out yesterday my indicators weren't the way I wanted them. I wasn't getting the, seeing the bites the way I wanted. Instead of going to dinner last night, we sat in a room and changed everything up and redid all the lines. And today is uh, starting to be a little better. I've got a lot of makeup to do from yesterday, so yeah, wasn't very impressed with the first two rounds and my ability. A little disappointing after this many years of doing it. Chad flagged himself a cozy corner early in heat one, giving him a lot of room to work with and a lot of fish to catch. What's the most fish you've caught out of a hole that you would, could you, would you think? 50. 50? 150. Oh, 150. Perch. Yeah. I bet it was 135. They had 151 in that heat. Was that in competition or was that in tryouts? In a tryout. Nick has done probably 200 in like two holes in competition. I haven't been lucky enough to get a hole like that yet. 15 pounds minnows, wasn't it? I got you, Nick. Yeah, I should have hooked that. I saw that one. Should have had that fish. As the final day flew by, anglers started to buckle down. The chess match got intense and corners became a primary offensive strategy. And if I was you, Anthony, you know one thing I would do, buddy? I would get my drill and I'd come right to the corner because you got like six, seven feet because you got a good hole. I'm just working these two holes. Okay. When this one dies, okay, okay, you know. I'm just saying right behind you, you know, you got to the corner. I'm thinking all about that. All right, I was just pointing that out to you, you know, but you got a good deal going with what you're doing, running back and forth, so. You're holding a really good pace, so, you know. It's just a thought. Okay. You know, right back, back to you. Right back, back to you. Right back to your baby. I mean, drop back you can always run out and check your deep one again because you could catch some out there. You know, just go with. Just go with proven. Just go with proven deal here toward the end. You know. Sean's over there all by himself. Just. He's right in the very corner and they can't get him. And they can't get him. Yeah, That's he's all what by himself. That's what happens when you get into one of them corner deals, see? <laughs> see it's like here, it's just like we saw happen with Chad over there. See how important these corners can turn into oh, yeah. when you're into the zone fishing. For sure. You know, then all of a sudden you're struggling, running up and down, trying. Looking you know, for a look, spot. And looking how hard they're trying. You know, it ain't for lack of effort here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to the outside edge and trolling around out there. Yep. Yeah, you, you, that flag's not doing anything there. You got this one, right? Yep. 
just saying, when you take that, there's an open hole, you can just set it on it, and then they can't do it. Go right to that. Yeah. Good there, call. You, there you go. Good call, spotter. Oh, yes, that's exactly, you know, if he's fishing for me, that's what's going to be happening because we're not going to allow him to hose us here. You know, I've, I've been on the receiving end many times, and you know, he's going to be getting some company when things kind of, they're, they're, they're getting them down there, but no better than we're getting them here, I don't think. Pretty, pretty equal. Okay, I got you, Chad. Seeing a slight miscalculation on these guys' part. They went in, they went in about a foot too far. Yeah. Foot. See, that allowed him to get in. Snuck in there. Had, had they been a little bit more alert and just went in just like you know, two foot less, yep. he couldn't get in there. So it's very strategic on how you place your flags to stop the other guy. Sure. That's why I'm having him do that. Sure. All right, gotcha, Chad. You know, this, this flagging deal is, like, you know, it's a chess game. 41. 41, okay. 41 Lawrence man, so they're fighting it out yeah. pretty damn hard. Yeah, you guys Sean are has... within a fish, so you, you these next fish mean a lot, Lawrence. You and Anthony both, a couple of fish mean a lot. You're, you're tight. So, probably about five minutes, six yeah. minutes. There's five, five minutes. There you go. Five minutes, boys. You need a couple of fish. Each of you need at least two. Get me a couple, man. See if we can get track here. A couple right here. Bear down. You're in your best hole right here. Oh. 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 You lost it. Come on, Anthony. Bear down, buddy. You gotta be kidding me. Oh, just when you want it. The more you want it, the worse it is. Just keep bearing you. Bear down. You only got a couple minutes, man. Right to the hole inside. Yeah. Anthony lost one right before, though. Yeah. So you both lost one right here, you know, but that's fishing, boys. We've all done it plenty. Well, there. see, the, yeah. he's, he's going to have a bunch from the scoring down there also. There you go. <laughs> you got me by one. <laughs> Citizens of the United States of America, it's time to get on your feet for your 2018 USA Ice Team! First, your spotters from Wisconsin, Nate Winters. From Nebraska, Robert Representing the great state of Illinois, Brett Erickson. The sixth man coming in at alternate angler and spotter from Michigan, Jacob Meek. And now, your USA Ice Team starting lineup. From North Dakota, don't ask him about Fargo. Sean Hennings, a Michigan angler and USA ice team veteran, Chad Shaw. 
proudly representing the North Star State of Minnesota, Ben Blagan. Another Michigan boy and professional fishing guide, Anthony Rodriguez. Finally, from the Badger State, Wisconsin's own Nick Shirts. Coaching and spotting for Team USA in 2018 is the great one, Michigan's Myron Gilbert.